0: This is a moment in Wine & Hip Hop Brought to you by Crew Love Blending Wine & Hip Hop at the highest level
1: Wine & Hip Hop, Wine & Music Turn me up bro, know what it is Check this out, oh yeah You'll be the life of the party Wine & Hip Hop really mirrors the, the conversations that we have in my office about Wine & Music What's up, y'all? It's your man Jermaine Showtime Stone, aka the Wolf of Wine, aka the Zara Vibes, aka Young Thanos. I'm just out here collecting Infinity Stones in the new year with Regine Rousseau. Woo. Let's hear it for y'all. I'm hearing like a, a studio audience clapping in my I head. I do.
0: I'm hearing him. I hear him in my head all the time.
1: <laughs> See, but it'd be real studio audiences for you though. That's the thing. We with the Queen of Daytime TV, y'all. <laughs> The queen of date, the wine queen of daytime TV. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you doing?
0: I am doing great. Yes. I am like you know when people say they're living their best life. I'm mm-hmm. living my best life right now.
1: I feel it. I, I like you, man. So we got Regine up in Brooklyn. Now yeah. when I hear your name, first thing I think of is living single. Right. Like, <laughs> with, I, I bet you was like killing them during living single time, like.
0: Well, actually, you know, I'm older than the show, so that they actually named that sh- uh, character after me. Of course. No, they I'm did. just kidding. I mean, I, I
1: assume that 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 was why I brought it up. You know. No, I- <laughs>
0: so I'll tell you the real story. The producer of that show uh, is Haitian. And Regine is a very popular Haitian name. Mm. So that's where the name got came you, from. Got yeah, you. yeah. So
1: I'm sure you were kind of like getting there, oh,
0: you know, I heard this name on Living Safe. Mm-hmm. Was yeah.
1: that like a favorite show of yours?
0: It was, you know, when I used to watch it, I didn't realize that I am kind of like Regine.
1: <laughs> You're the Regine of yeah, your crew? I
0: to- I totally. <laughs> you know, with the hair changes and everything. <laughs> right. You know, right. I'm a little bougie. So, right, yeah, right. for sure. Got
1: you, got you. <laughs> Well today, Regine brought the rhymes. I brought the wine. Yes, you know we are we are drinking something very great right now. Some um, Jean Griveau from the village of Nui Saint George. Yes, and um, what w- I picked the wine though. So what was your pick?
0: So my pick is the story of OJ by Jay Z. Mm, mm, mm. So every year I choose a theme song, right? And it's a serious project for me. I start months early. Trying to figure out what's going to be the theme for the year, mm. and then um, this was it. This is the year. Secure the bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, look if if you've had this wine, and just listen to that song. I'm sure, just like I'm sure you can already hear it. Like, but we're we're gonna um, go through what we go through a little bit. First okay. things first. We gotta introduce you to the people. Um, we gotta figure out who your wine spirit animal is. Now, Mm -hmm. what rapper personifies you? Who who do you identify with? (laughs) KRS1. Yes, yes, y'all. You don't stop. (laughs) KRS1. for that i yes, was not ready for chris
0: chris chris
1: wow wow so is it you're a philosopher how, i yes. mean mm, that's, yes. that's what it is i the think teacher. very
0: deeply yes that's <laughs> that is my man Yes,
1: damn yo KRS said he he writes a battle round a battle rap every year <laughs> for all <laughs> top 10 mcs just he keeps it on stats. i <laughs> could just like finish all top 10 mcs damn yeah, KRS, like, I mean, you know, I'm from the BX, so KRS right. is, like, a legend to me. I don't know what I would do if I met him. I'm not even going
0: Oh, me. so I met him. It's a true story. Uh, there was a place in Chicago, no longer around, small venue. He was there, and I got my girlfriend to go with me. She doesn't like rap, but she's like, okay, I'll, I'll roll. So we're standing, waiting for the show to start. All of a sudden, I turn around, and he's there, like, in the audience, <laughs> right? Just walking around.
1: He was... And he was performing. He was
0: right next to me. Right. And I, no, he wasn't performing. He was just walking around. I scream. I start rubbing on this man's chest. <laughs> and my friend is like, what the hell? I, I lost it. I was like, oh my God, I love you. I love you. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yes, I met him. I was, I acted a fool, but you know what? It was worth it.
1: Yo, Kara's Caracas Show, man. Like, right. He, I mean, I feel like his era, appreciated the true art of emceeing like nowadays when people think emceeing they think rapping they don't right. think about like actually moving the crowd, the crowd. Yeah. and using those dope lyrics to move the crowd mm-hmm. like finding ways to play like people think that you know a guy like KRS one is just all about spitting bars at your head all day but that's not really what does that what does it in the crowd There's showmanship involved you mm-hmm. know like Big Daddy Kane dropping dance moves and shit right, like right, that. Right, 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 right.
0: I mean, this is, you know, we talk about storytelling all the time now, right? You mm. hear that. I mean, that was just good storytelling. Definitely. And that's that, that's why I fell in love with him, because for me, it's all about the words. The music is secondary. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah. I, I you know, you, I, I, yeah, I love him. <laughs>
1: Favorite. I'm thinking about him I'm getting warm right now. <laughs> okay. The Bronx ain't that far. The Bronx ain't that Don't far. Don't tempt me. <laughs> um, so favorite KRS one song?
0: Um, wow. I was gonna, you know, I think, um, well, no, see, okay, I was gonna say, um, so you're a philosopher? Mm. Yes, but that's not it. My favorite one, what's the one that goes um one, two, three, mm. the crew is called BDP. Uh-huh, and uh-huh, if you uh-huh. want to go to the tip top, <laughs> hey, stop the violence and the hip hop. Wow. That's They'll it. They don't know about
1: that. They don't know about that. <laughs>
0: That's the one that always gets mm. me going. Yeah, that gets me going.
1: Wow. KRS, he really did everything for the BX man. Um, shout out to Chris. But we we were talking a little bit about studio audiences mm-hmm. and how familiar you are with them. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you um, your company, Shall We Wine, mm-hmm. is really what I've seen you out there talking about. Can you tell the audience a little bit about Shall We Wine and how you got started?
0: Wow. So I started the company a while ago, back in 97, 98. Um, and really I started because I got excited seeing my friends get turned on to wine. So I was selling wine, and you know, when you sell wine, at the end of the day, you have all these bottles left over, right? You're not going to drink them. You're calling people, you're like, hey, I have this really cool um, uh, Burgundy, let's try it. I have this really cool Cabernet. And so when I would drink with my friends, they were like mind-blown. They were Mm. like, oh, my God, what is this? And so I was like, well, I wanted to start a business where i did pop-up events so this is 97 98 no internet wow. no event bright right trying to well, sell tickets d- let's, yeah let's, okay let's, let's,
1: let's back up a little yeah. bit we gotta paint the picture right because
0: i look like i'm 12
1: you you look like you're 12 <laughs> all right you definitely look you know so let's paint the picture a little bit because okay. now i'm getting confused right. 98 97 right like I watch 90s sitcoms all the time right. nowadays. Like, my background show is Frasier, by the way. Okay, We were okay. talking about I do know that. shows earlier. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, the times were very, very different. Like, people weren't checking Instagram. There was like no Instagram. Like, just promoting, yeah. period. So a pop-up event in itself was, like, kind of non-existent. Right. Like those didn't really happen then
0: in I mean, I'm a visionary. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, it, it was. Um, yeah, it wasn't happening. We at that time, I didn't know a lot of black people who were drinking wine. Right. Mm. Um, I didn't know other black people who were in the business. So it was just for me. I mean, seriously, of course, I wanted to make money, but it was more about Black folks were getting excited about wines that I was introducing them to. Right. So it was just this natural thing, like, okay, well, I can not have all these people in my house. Let me go to a gallery. <laughs> Let me go to a restaurant. Right. And that's how Shall We Wine started. Um, yeah.
1: Damn. So now, you know, fast forward, I see, I, I saw you... Um, Educating, what was it, Windy City? Live. Windy City Live. Yes. So he was educating everyone about uh, holiday drinking. Okay. Now, uh-huh. how does that fall into what you do with Shall We Wine?
0: Okay, so what Shall We Wine is today is we co- think of ourselves as a marketing, promotions, and event planning company. Mm. So on the marketing end, we work with distributors, importers, um, regions, and we create um, activations for them. Mm. So we're the people that. So all my
1: people that that don't have the marketing headaches that some <laughs> of us do. Let's talk about activations. Oh, Lord. So what what is an active? I yeah. remember when I first learned about what an activation was. Can you break that down? Well, in my terms? world,
0: because you know, depending on uh, where you work or who you work for, mm. in my world, that is. Hey, Regine, I have this new Saint George. I want to promoted in all of these stores in Illinois so I put together a team of people make sure that they're trained and deploy them create schedules for them to go into these stores mm. and do tastings that's that's that part of my business
1: a very necessary part of the very game. necessary wow yes. and you just like one day said so like how did you transition from you know putting your friends on about wine to taking it to, you know, even, like, seeing the lane for this.
0: Okay, so um, my story is really, like, convoluted because I, like, I've jumped in and out of the wine world. So that 97, 98 um, segment of my life, I was selling wine, and so that was just the the pop-ups was an extension of that. It was more for fun, but I knew that there was a business potential um, coming out of it. I did leave the wine world in about two thousand, two thousand and one, and went into pharmaceutical sales. Uh, worked for litigation consulting firm. So I went, you know, I was chasing the dollars. Right. In twenty thirteen. So
1: you stopped selling wine and started selling drugs. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> same difference. Same
0: difference. <laughs> I had to make that money.
1: Look, man, when the wine game slow up, yes, back in the street. right, right. <laughs> Shit, that's how you rinse it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. She was selling pharmaceuticals like real. She was going to Rite Aid, not poo-poo around the corner.
0: <laughs> so, so I'm in to fast. Okay, I sold wine. I left the business. 2013 rolls around. I'm uh, in sales and marketing, and I know my company is going out of um, business. And, you know, most people are scared. I'm happy, right? Mm-hmm. Changed my whole life around. Gave up the luxury apartment, sold everything, paid off my car, moved to a small apartment because I'm like, this is my opportunity to get back in the wine game. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew I was going to do it. So that's when I thought about um, the demo company. And I thought about doing activations because I knew wine, right? I went back and I studied. I uh, did my um, level two with International Sommelier Guild. And I knew I knew how to manage people. Uh, because I had owned another business prior, right. and so when I pulled it all together, the activation part was like, "This is where I want to start with the business." Mm. Since then, now I do corporate events, all wine and spirits focus, and then I added the media because one, I enjoy being on TV; two, I wanted to reach a broader audience. Right? I wanted to be like, if I'm going to talk about wine and teach people about wine. You know, it's got to be TV and video.
1: absolutely. And look, this face ain't for radio, y'all. Let's just just keep it a stack. Let's just keep it a thousand. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers, cheers. Well, um, thank you for coming on the show. I'm I'm so glad we did this. Like, I really feel like, um, you know, even your song selection and hearing your story, just it all falls into one, and it's kind of like the perfect time for that. Um, So... What made you uh, pick the story of O.J.? Like, why was that so important for you for this year?
0: So I thought it was going to be, you know that song, Ride into the danger zone. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it do feel like we're in the danger zone. <laughs> right,
0: right. Because, <laughs> right, for real, right? Or it was about me pushing myself. Mm-hmm. More, you know, like, where are, when, where are you scared, right? So I was like, that's going to be the song. But when I thought about... You know, we're talking about diversity. We're talking about equity. We're talking about like change. We're talking about inclusion. Um, in my mind, what Jay Z is breaking down in that song are these like basic life lessons, right? And when I look back at my business journey, because this isn't my first time around, I think about what I lost, right? I talk, think about the L's I took. Um, I think about lessons I didn't know, the mentors that I didn't have back then, and that's what he's—that's what he's talking about. Like, it's—it's—it's it's, it's just real simple. You know, rappers have been talking about getting money for a minute. But he's talking about it on a whole different way. I turn my two to a four to an eight. Yeah. So even if you got two dollars, multiply that shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. 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 That's it. Right. You got four dollars, multiply. <laughs> right. And then it grows into something. So that that was why, like, because that that's all I'm thinking about is what I lost, what I'm getting back, and what I can multiply.
1: Yeah. He got a lot of crap uh, for that album, like, you know, I, I. I and actually, so we got my man Simi in the building, y'all. Simi <laughs> was Simi knew me when uh as they say when my, my when my yi was them on my knee. <laughs> <laughs> He's so Simi knew me a long time and you know we've had these Jay-Z arguments, but I remember the night that 444 dropped. Right. Like we were in the studio and I'm like listening to the bars like halfway I'm, I'm like walking out, I'm like, okay, it's twelve o'clock, the shit just dropped. Like trying to talk over it. Oh, you listening to Jay Z bullshit? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I'm trying to hear the bars, but I'm listening to it and I'm hearing an evolved Jay. Yeah. And it's hard to to hear Jay Z evolve because he's like hip hop's big brother. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always the one that was giving game, but like just you know, I think that this is also not just. A, a good conscious album and the album that it seems like he's wanted to do his entire career mm-hmm. but um, lyrically one of his best albums agreed yeah like the bars on this one was crazy like I always talk about um, Jay-Z blackout moments and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play this song when we go on our break but on Smile mm-hmm. Jay-Z went crazy on that like he blacked out on the second verse playing mm-hmm. for high stakes Norman K. up dumping out of the let hard niggas can't relate Fuck a slice of the apple pie on my own cake. You're charging my own fate. Respect Jimmy Iveen. But he gotta respect the Elohim. It's a whole new regime. And niggas playing for power. Huh. To our music is ours. Niggas own own houses ours, was fuck, you pay me. Now it's fuck paying me, I pay you. Put the rest away for blue. That blood money, I giggle at it. Can't even support my missus habit. Jimmy shopping and pack all your jewels should be embarrassed. Huh. Um, you know, so I felt like, you know, just listening to that, it was just it was fine wine. It wasn't just good wine. Right. It was fine wine, right. you know? okay. So right. we needed to go fine wine for this. And yes, you did. <laughs> we you did not to. disappoint. We had to go fine wine for yeah. this, you know? Um, I'm all about matching the song with the vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... Uh the my, my name is, you know, Young Thanos, whatever, aka Wolf of Wine Zara, the Zara Vibes. Yes. I don't play up on the Zara Vibes part <laughs> enough, man. The Zara Vibes part came super early <laughs> in the wine and hip hop discovery period. And you know, a vibe is this of the vibe is so important in art. Absolutely. Wine is art. Mm-hmm. and you cannot describe a vibe you can only feel it mm. that's like so weird mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and wine is the same way and so for so many reasons like <clears throat> i actually um the first time i had this wine i had the same exact reaction that you had earlier to be honest with you i was like yo what the fuck is this <laughs> like this is right. it felt like the wine just kissed me in the face Yeah, you know not the mouth it kissed me in the whole I face i
0: wasn't thinking face but okay <laughs>
1: We out here y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> like this this wine it just like, you know, it um you taste fine, delicate quality here. Mm. And I don't know, it's just something about that reminds me of the little tickling of the ivories in the background and um the story of O.J. But like when I drink this, it just this is what I want to sit and, like, look at the Manhattan skyline from mm-hmm. my crib. And that, it, I remember there was one day, like, um, you know, one, one apartment I had, I had, I had, I loved the view of the Manhattan skyline. Mm-hmm. And, like, from my bedroom, I could, like, peek out and I could see it well. And I thought that was the shit. I'm like, yeah, I could see the skyline from here. Now I can, like, really see the skyline All comfortably right now, yes. and, like, relax. And, you know, I'll drink something mm-hmm. like this and, like, look at it, but then you get that still nigga though, <laughs> you know? Right, Because, right. you know, in many senses of that word, you know, the way that my lifestyle is, my family's lifestyle, my friend's lifestyle, you know, it's just no different. Like, mm-hmm. the most significant line in that song is the whole I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, let's see how that works out right, for you. Right. Like, that, that, it just, it just set it off perfectly. But, um, I feel like this wine, the vibe of this wine matches the vibe of that song. It's I, I grown agree. and sexy.
0: I couldn't wait to see you what know. you were going to pick. And for me, I mean, from just the mouthfeel of this, right? Uh, it, it's not a. It's only a 2015, but there's a real maturity to this wine. Mm-hmm. There's a real like um, ease, and the song is like is super easy and puts you in a certain mood. So I, I think that's a genius pairing. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it felt right. That was yeah, that was that's what good. I focused on. Like. I, it's all about. It's the real vibe. good, y'all. This is Desire Vibes talking to you. Mm. <laughs> that, that's who made this pairing. The Zara Vibes. And you sit back. You make a pairing with your heart. But nah, like this wine, I taste and I'm like, holy shit! You know, bright cherries. Yeah. Um and um, you know, to kind of school people a little bit. I'm glad you mentioned that this was a two twenty um fifteen, like. People think the older the berry, the sweeter the juice. You know, that's not always the case. Right. Some sometimes some ages are yeah. better than others. <laughs> you know, there are peaks and valleys sometimes. Right, right. <laughs> so 2015 particularly is a very good year for Burgundy, and it's, you know, just all due to the growing conditions. For all my peoples out there listening, grabbing on some wine jewels, that was the one, put it in your pocket walk away, go to a wine shop and ask him for some 2015 burgundy. You yes. will not be disappointed.
0: Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> well done.
1: Mm. So we got we also got to get into top fives
0: now. Yes, okay. Top you know fives I, I got my notes.
1: Because and you know, I got to say when there are bad top fives, they get fried in the comments. So I don't want th- I'm just joking. Oh no, you know I don't, really I don't even mind. I don't even mind, you know,
0: because I Wait, wait a minute. Hold on, let me put my, let me get my phone back on. We've had
1: some interesting- I don't um, think
0: anybody's going to agree with my top fives.
1: Yeah, we've had Cardi B in the top five.
0: I know, I thought you- put, No, I was just ja- listening uh, to-
1: Jackie Summers.
0: Yes, I was listening to this. You know what? Okay, I'm going to try to remember because I didn't say my top fives, but I got it. Well, so KRS won, mm. for sure. So my top fives are artists who change my thinking in one way or another. Now, the other person I have is Y Clef.
1: Mm. I'm Haitian.
0: When I heard Y Clef d- add Creole to rap, the I said,
1: What? God <laughs>
0: was just like what like
1: <laughs> wait
0: like this i understand what he's saying okay so i added jay-z only because of 444 mm. right and then so without
1: 444 he wouldn't have made it no
0: he wouldn't wow. have made it he wouldn't have made it biggie for sure and biggie especially because get money mm. that he does with uh little kim
1: yeah, Lil' Kim and Lil' Uh,
0: Let me tell you, that song, <laughs> I, I listen to that song at least once a week.
1: Mm, I that's lo- the motivational.
0: No, you know why I love that song? It's, well, it's motivational, but it's about, it was the first time that I heard, I heard a man and a woman battle on equal footing. Like, he was trashing her, right? Mm. And like, women do this, women do that. And then she came back with like,
1: <laughs> like, hold and on. I was like oh my god who does that
0: you know what I'm saying I had to grab my rosary but then, <laughs> like what so okay I said Biggie White Clef KRS-One Jay-Z who was oh um, my last one is um
1: Oh my Andre, two thousand. Mm, yeah, you can't you can't leave him out. No, he's those, not spoken about enough. Yes, he's yes. Not, he, I'm surprised he's not on more uh, top fives here.
0: Those are my top five.
1: Yeah, I like. I, I'm I'm very happy you said Why clef Why clef He is slept on the Carnival album. Like people talk about what he did with the Fujis a lot, but right. the Carnival album, y'all, please, man, go listen to this shit. Mm-hmm. Like. I didn't like R and B. Right. That joint that he wrote with Aaron Neville mm-hmm. on that. Yes. Fire. Straight yes. fire. Yes. And um what others? I mean staying alive.
0: Yeah, and um What's the one that he had the, um, guan da Yeah, nila. that was hot. Yes. Bubble Goose? Yes! Bubble
1: Goose was on there. He caught I a mean, bullet in right. his Bubble Goose. That's sh- oh, my God. Yeah, we gonna play some y on the break, too. there we you. go. Damn, there took we me go. back go. on that See, one.
0: You, you gotta give the Haitians some
1: respect. <laughs> for real, for real. It's to la Oh, We we out here. here. <laughs> 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 we out here, we out here. Oh... <laughs> No, the Fuji, Wyclef, they has they had, like, the best stage show yeah. back in the day. Like, yep. he would be doing, like, backflips. There was a situation, they signed, um, Wyclef, he signed that dude, Cannabis. Okay. He brought out a lion, an actual lion, on stage. And I think the lion, like, kind of got out of the cage oh. or some <laughs> shit. Like, it got a little weird. But Wyclef was... Um, Like hip hop shows weren't the way that they were now. Mm -hmm. Like rappers back in the day just kind of got on stage, walked back and forth looking cool, Mm -hmm. and you know, like, but the Fugees brought like theatrics in, Mm -hmm. and that was a whole different vibe. So, we're gonna rock out to some Fugees, we're gonna come back into it, we're gonna um speak to Regine some more about her parts on Living Single and find out (laughs) what Queen Latifah's really like. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Sit right back in the return of a hustler on
0: my way. Who the clock around the block from where my
1: grandma stayed? Black BMW with rims to match, windows will it through. One night he jumped out the car and caught a bullet in this bubble blues. He caught a bullet in Um, so we back, uh, we just chilling here, having some good wine and yes. hip-hop convo, trying to figure out what Ray Jean's one secret is. <laughs> I'll never tell. No, we, we ain't going to find out. We won't, we won't learn on, on this episode, <laughs> anyway. Um, but nah, so we was having a, a conversation about hip-hop, and mm-hmm. you, you had an interesting point.
0: Well, I was surprised because um, I've had a conversations recently with men who are in their Early 30s, and I was surprised at how hip hop still shapes, still frames uh, how they think, um, how they think about their lives, their celebrity, their own power mm-hmm. is all to me connected to the hip hop world. And I didn't really I- expect that in the in their 30s it would still have such a strong impact.
1: Mm. I don't know. I think that <clears throat> the the there was such a huge, hip-hop was responsible for such a huge transition in black culture overall. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you know, we finally got ours. We finally got recognized Mm -hmm. for being who we actually are with no filter to the point where everyone else is jumping on our wave. Mm -hmm. Like, those, you know, these people in the early 30s, like, there's this joke me and my brother have like, Oh, you wasn't there. Like we were there. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we were there when this shit went down, when when hip hop was this um marginalized genre when nobody gave a fuck to the point where now like everybody gives a fuck.
0: See, I don't think you were there. I think I was there. Mm, mm, tell so me. So I'm gonna tell you talk this talk story. This it. is not a hip hop story, but I went to see um Quest Love recently, right? Mm-hmm. And Questlove is in his 40s, right? So, and it was interesting, because it was a mixed crowd in terms of age group. And I was with a friend of mine, and he's probably 55. And there was this younger people, they were like 20, late 20s, early 30s, and they were like, oh my God, what are they doing here? And I looked at her and I was like, dude, he belongs to us, right? He was, I was like, stop playing. (laughs) That's how I feel about hip hop, like
1: that belongs to us. I'm just saying. You know what it is? I, uh, I and I think that you are right. I know right? I because am because you've seen you. You really saw that transition, right? But see, the problem is you look so damn young. Ain't nobody gonna believe you. You're in here confusing everybody. You know, like she's it's, yeah. op- it's like an optical illusion on the other side of the room here. It's the It's That red wine, baby,
0: red wine. So fine,
1: fine wine. But you know, like I remember when they didn't put when there was like a a radio edit and they would remove the rap verse out of it. Right, yes, yes, yes. Or when it was like, um, you would get hype when they actually kept the rap verse in. Right, right. You know, to now, like, people are making entire rap versions Mm -hmm. of songs. Like, you know, that's just a wild transition to see. But I feel like so much of, uh, me personally, I feel like so much of our power Lies within hip hop culture. I
0: get that. Okay, know? so let me t- let's talk about men and women in rap. Okay, so one of the things I've never said this publicly, so you're mm. gonna get one of my secrets. Oh, shit. One of the reasons that rap music fascinates me, hip hop's fascinates me so much, is because what I think it tells about how men think about relationships. And, and I don't mean that in the misogynistic way. And yes, there's some, you know, there's misogynist, misogynist in rap. I'm not talking about that. But I feel like for some songs, men, the artists get so relaxed, right? And they're talking about just the sheer simple joy mm-hmm. of meeting a girl. And... Like, nobody really talks about that. Like, that, that's, that's a lot yeah. of that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you no, talk because you, you're the guy. you
1: you totally, yeah. you 100% right. Like, I always, like, hip-hop is so special because it gave a voice to a voiceless community. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no way that you would you would get to learn what Ghostface really felt like. You know when you know he was growing up in the hood. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how would you know what that experience is like if these guys weren't able to decorate those stories to yeah. captivate your imagination to want to listen? You mm-hmm. know, so um, it's it it, uh, it did so much for even like the civil rights movement and helping people see each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like it the telling those stories. It it all came down to like. Being an underdog, and everybody can relate to an underdog story.
0: I haven't heard the woman's story. I haven't. I'm not saying mm. it doesn't exist. So I'm, I am not as you know prolific in uh, in um, hip hop as you are. But when I, there are good female rappers, obviously, but I don't feel like I know anything about them from their music.
1: Mm. That's an interesting perspective. I think that. Um, you know, I should. I don't listen to a lot of female rap, mm-hmm. right? And it falls into like it's because it comes to like I don't relate all the time to the subject. Yeah, matter, I've heard you say that. You know, so um, I think that what tends to happen is like, and it shouldn't happen this way, but it's always like guys telling female stories. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Drake ta- talking about you know do this, you know, like right. Be cool, you don't need this guy, like but for some reason, I don't know. It's like it, it really feels like there's some type of agenda mm-hmm. that, you know, these types of songs aren't pushed and promoted.
0: Yeah, and and the women are they're I don't feel like they're telling I don't know how you grew up, right? I don't know what happened to you. Now you have your mm. You know, I love Tracy Chapman and Nundu with with rap and hip-hop, but you have your Erica Badu, Jill Scott, and they tell a little bit of the female perspective. But I think a lot of that perspective is in relationship to men.
1: Mm. You know, I think Eve did a pretty good job Mm. telling the female story. Okay. Um, Overall, you know, like... Hey yo,
0: I don't even know you and I hate you See, all I know is that my girlfriend used to date you How would you feel if she held you down and raped you? Tried and tried, but she never could escape you She was in love and I'd ask her how, I mean why? What kind of love from a nigga would black your eye? What kind of love from a nigga every night make you cry? What kind of love from a nigga make you wish he would die? I mean, shit, he bought you things and gave you diamond rings. But them things wasn't worth none of the pain that he brings. And you stayed what made you fall for him. Okay, so let's look at the other, the other perspective. How about male rappers who are misogynistic? Do you, are they canceled? Like, how many times mm. can you hear the B word? and not be like, okay, you know what, I can't. Because I hear you, I, I feel yeah. like you do. Sometimes I see women performing, I'm like, I went to a Bulls game. It's a true story. They had the Lovables, which are the cheerleaders. Yeah. They had a group of young girls bouncing around, like children, and then they had a senior Bulls, like old ass, old people. <laughs> I was like, what are we? Are women, we're just here to entertain and dance at every age group? It was so ridiculous. Mm. That's the shit I want to cancel. I want to cancel all this shit. So I I feel you where there's too much sexuality, but I I, I wanted to make sure that we don't just look at women, Mm. right? And we don't just look at one thing. Like, you know, there are some men, it's like, damn, like, the B word doesn't bother me, but damn, yeah. how many times you gotta say it? Yeah. And how many times you gotta hate on woman? She ain't trying. Nobody's trying to take your money. Just she, okay. She got a job. It's okay, <laughs> right? It's like
1: yeah. s- stop with that. Yeah. I love the city girls. Okay. Love the city girls, and city girls is the most. City girls are all ratchet. There's okay. no balance. There's no nothing. But I just feel like they are a very pure. Representation of A ratchetness. The, that ratchet <laughs> energy. Those are the strippers that you scared to take home because they might rob you. <laughs> like, you know, that's who the city girls are. I have
0: no are. idea what you're talking. They about. exist.
1: They exist. <laughs> okay. You know, and I, art's only responsibility is to capture the real essence of the things that exist. And okay. The city girls exist. Okay. You know, I just um, it's just you just got to make it art. You know, like I look at their album covers, so well done, so well put together. I
0: gotta look them up.
1: Um, you know, they even the ad lib, the ad lib is cool. The ad lib is period, <laughs> you know, but they use period in the form of like a double entendre, right. which is like interesting. They whole thing, they whole brand is dope. But um, I don't know, man. I, I'm just like, time and a place, you know. I wouldn't have been mad if Lizzo did that at the Grammys, mm-hmm. you know, like. Because that's some... Like, we had a basketball public. game. That was public. This is, like, my son could have been watching this, you know? That, and that was...
0: You look like your son would have been traumatized or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was traumatized. <laughs> it was foul because I was riding for Lizzo so hard. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that happened and everybody was like, yo, yeah. I'm like, I, I can't. I can't. I, I got nothing. But... You're right though. Cancel's aggressive. I won't yes, cancel her. But it, I, we're
0: we're living a cancel culture right now. You're right. I'm like I I feel like wow who's get, who's getting canceled next? Yo, people are getting canceled just for doing their job.
1: Left and right. Right. But yo, some that's, people need to be canceled. Though. When I watch them on '90s sitcoms, like I see so much crazy <laughs> shit. Like this, there was a Frasier episode uh-huh. where Frasier legit got molested. When he was sixteen, oh, uh, wow. well, like fifteen, uh-huh. by his piano te- teacher. Oh, this wow. is what the episode was about, Frazier? Okay. Frazier. and it wasn't even told. Talk- it was like Frazier was foul because he like walked out on her, and she never heard from him again. And wow. he told the the story to some guy, and the guy ended up writing a book about it. Mm-hmm. But they treated this like it was no pro It was just Frazier was cool for like right sleeping with. Is getting molested by his piano teacher. Like, this is some shit that would never be able to happen right
0: now. Or it would have happened differently. It would have been a different conversation.
1: The show wouldn't have got green. Oh,
0: I got to go look that up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's wild.
1: And there's so much stuff like like Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. They got some wild shit in Seinfeld that would not have been allowed Mm. on regular television. Like, remember how strict regular television used to be? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: shit wouldn't have went down.
0: But now you just see thongs and ass.
1: A lot of (laughs) you you might watch a Lakers game and (laughs) Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo might pop out there. (laughs) Oh man! Um, But I want to make sure that we cover everything. Now, You also do very well with pairing wine and poetry. Yes. Now, what is your? How do you go about uh, putting your pairings together?
0: So that was a uh, fun, crazy challenge. Uh, the poems came first. Mm. So I uh, published uh, a book of poetry um, in, my God, what year was that? 2010. And it did, it did well. I got a write-up in The New Yorker. Um, and I, I have two mentors in the wine business, and I was telling them about the book. And they suggested that I pair poetry with, with wine. And I was like... who does that like like, is that even possible because that was before I even knew about you and people were pairing music and wine Mm -hmm. and um so it took me about a year I wanted to be really authentic with it so what I did was I looked at each one of the poems and I looked at the story of the poems and I found a wine that I thought really spoke to the story like the stories matched um and it's a Cool way to learn about wine and to learn about certain essences of wine. Mm. So um, it's it's been doing well.
1: So dope. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about searching for cloves and lilies.
0: The wine edition.
1: The (laughs) wine (laughs) edition. Yes. So where do we find these cloves and lilies? Uh, Search for them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's
0: actually the cloves and lilies are uh, from a poem, and the line goes, "I was his clove and she his lily." Um, who could live without both? So it was about a man that I was dating who was in love with me and another woman. So he had to try to decide between spice and flowers. And you know, I was the spice, y'all.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was the spice. Oh man! Damn! This yeah, is, this is good. No, Look. this
0: book—the book is juicy. There's a lot of um, a lot of secrets in that book.
1: We gonna pair the book with this glass of wine. Yes, this, yes. This yes, wine yes. is juicy, you know. Yes, it is. smoky, too. You know, some slight smokiness to it. I yes, feel like there's is. some smoke coming out of this there's book. There's
0: a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, people had to sign waivers. But um, the book is on Amazon. I did a book tour with City Winery. I have, I'll have some more. Um, book signings coming mm. up but what i do in the events is i choose about five or six poems we have five or six wines and we talk about how the wines and the poems work together
1: wow mm-hmm. damn so what's next for you i feel like the world is your oyster right now
0: man thank you i wish like i'm t-
1: <laughs> yo every time you see a picture of regine she it's like action shots She's like, she's in motion. And she kind of looks like she can fuck you up. And like, you know, at at any given time. um,
0: Oh, wow, you know me so well.
1: (laughs) It's like, oh, it just shines right through.
0: Mm. Um, What's next for me? I I have some things that I can't quite talk about yet. You know how it is. Um, But I, I, I feel like there's a lot more in me. There's a lot more in me that I want to share in this space. Mm -hmm. So it's just about pulling all of that together, right? You know, I have more books in me. I have more educational um, products in me. I have more travel. Mm -hmm. I have more TV. So you'll see all of those things amplified.
1: Right, right. If you aren't in wine, what do you think you would be doing? Wow. I think about that all the time.
0: I stopped thinking about that because this is where I want to be. But I would be business. You know, I don't have to be in the wine business, but I would be running some sort of business for sure because I have, you know, since I could.
1: I feel yeah. like I would do something, like, completely different. I will be, like, a kindergarten teacher or something like that. Really? Yeah, I I'll, I'll I think I will be, like, a— um... You'd be, like, class canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I would do something. To, nah, I don't know. I I, I have too many ticks.
0: I don't know. If I was
1: a teacher, I'd have too much free time, like after school, to mm-hmm. do other shit. So, I'd say I would just be a teacher, and then.
0: If money was no object, I would be a writer. Like yes, mm. like if I didn't have to worry about money, I could create stories, poems, books all day long. Would easily. you ever
1: write like a um like a drama, like a film?
0: Maybe. <laughs> if y'all I'm working on it. Yeah, I have I have a yeah. lot of stuff in me that just um, needs to come out. But you know how it is when you're trying to build an empire, you only have so much time.
1: It's only 24 hours in a only, day. That's yes. crazy. Yep. Yep. I tell you now. Nah, um, is it going to be on TV one?
0: I don't know, but I'm open. <laughs> I'm open. I'm open. I'm. I'm yeah. So I, I'm working on some things okay. and. Um, but I, I like where the business is going. I like the love that I'm getting from everywhere. Like, man, I'm so glad I came to New York. I needed no, a New York this you week. You
1: doing your thing, man. Listen, I'm I'm like, we got a celeb on the show today, y'all. Like, <laughs> listen, this is a show that celebrates the wine influencers and hip-hop influencers, and you are definitely out there blazing a the trail. Thank you. We see you out there. We are inspired and um it's just good to know that we have great representation repping the rail um last thing is what is the first song that you listen to today
0: the story of oj mm. it's my theme song for Only 2020 fitting. it's my so theme song. every morning every morning
1: i love that
0: it's my theme song that is dope that's yep.
1: dope so okay well, I encourage everyone here to pick a theme song. Um, I'm definitely gonna pick that jewel up from this episode. So, where can everyone find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram at shall we wine, or at Regine T Rousseau, and um, yeah, look me up.
1: This is another episode of Wine and Hip Hop, y'all. Peace.
0: This was a moment in wine and hip-hop, brought to you by Crew Love.